Right, if you hear some some bopping around, some noise in the background, that's because my wife, my beautiful wife, I don't know what the fuck she's doing in the kitchen. She likes the kitchen, by the way. You know, some women don't, they're not good at cooking, so they go, I, I don't go in no kitchen. No, bitch, you just can't cook. Hey, I swear to God, I what? told you about the bitch thing. I can't stand it. You do not refer to women as bitches. What are you, from the dark ages? It's fucking ridiculous. And, and like, more than just women go in the kitchen. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but particularly some of these, these... Watch yourself. The government and the Conservatives, I'm afraid, it's the hard left, who want to tighten their control. They want to sideline moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent whatsoever. We know that the hard left do associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right to right wing. The hard left agenda, printing money, nationalisation without compensation, hard left wing position. Hard left, 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 hard Okay, so we're, we're trying out a, something a bit a bit different tonight. You know, we've been doing the podcast a long time, and we thought we'd open things up to you, the fans, and have a bit of a call-in. Yeah, the fans like um, definitely exist. The people who are definitely yes, listening there, to this. There's lots of them. All um, three of them. There's, there's about five of our mates on Twitter at this stage, <laughs> but we love them anyway. Um, it's like a thing two thousand. Really? Fucking bitch. Yeah, something, well, over, t- over time, I mean, it takes a couple of months. <laughs> all you have to do is mildly take the piss out of the podcast and it blows the whole, oh yeah, we're having a podcast. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I, I am. Like, no, I am fact checking you. No, I am you. just here, I'm one of the fellas, I'm doing the phone in with the other guys and I have no, I have no relation to any of the callers who are about to appear on mic. I'm just here, you know, just, just running the show as always. <laughs> Pulling the strings, owning the media. We're opening things up. We're having a, a phone in. Uh, we're allowing you to, to make it your uh, your segment to have your say. Um, and uh, without further ado, let's welcome our first caller. Hey, yo, what up, dogs? What it is? <laughs> this your boy, Mikey Mike, rapper Port, FKA. White Mike, FKA Milk, FKA The White Supremacist. <laughs> In John Singleton's 1995 film Higher Learning, yo, here to let y'all know what time it is. Now, as y'all know, Mikey R, the R word, as they calls me on the streets, is <laughs> realist motherfucking anti-racist ever anti-racist ever stepped up in this bitch I'm all about these streets dog for shizzle and this motherfucker yo this motherfucker Roger Waters yo I'ma fucking put a cap in your ass your days is numbered you know that Ukrainian hit list dog yeah that was me dog I'm fucking the Ukrainians dog with the Azov boys yo we coming for you Dog, yo, you dressing up 
as an unsympathetic character from history, you bitch ass motherfucker. I ain't never seen nothing like that, yo. Spike Lee, he came to me, year 2000, dog, 2K. He said, yo, Mike, I want you to play this racist TV executive in, in, in my film, Bamboozle, dog. It's gonna have a little blackface, gonna have clips of, from the racist cartoons. I said, that's, that's fire, dog. I love to play sympathetic characters Whom I endorse every fucking view and action of dog Know what I'm saying? So Roger Waters, you fucking, you fucking, you fucking I'ma fucking sew your asshole clothes And I'ma keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you Now you guys wanna talk about sports or something I'll stay for that shit, you know can I just say, I've never in my life been more relieved for you to announce the person you were supposed to be <laughs> about 30 seconds into that. But I just want to say, like, White Mike and Milk were actually Michael Rappaport's rap names back when he was a young white rapper before his acting career took off. It's like, I only like two roles Michael Rappaport did, and one was like, of a racist in bamboozled, and the other was the racist cop in Friends. Yeah, he plays a cop in the uh, Sticky Fingers rap musical, A Day in the Life, which is like, it's like a story about a guy who's in the hood and he's like doing, selling drugs and stuff, but like, he wants to get out and like be a successful rapper like Sticky Fingers, he plays him, and um, Michael Rappaport plays a cop in that, <laughs> raps all his lines as the script yeah. demands. Fucking, you're fucking... You want to fucking arrest, dog? Know what I'm saying? You fucking, <laughs> yo, that shit is chump, dog. I working for the fucking Berlin police, Roger Waters. Know what I'm saying? You fucking under arrest for this shit, dog. I ain't never even heard the wall, yo. That's some Donald Trump bullshit. Fuck y'all. Yeah, like all the stuff about Roger Waters come about because like he included Anne Frank in like all the victims of state of authoritarian violence. I think what's what's happened is he's had like a segment like that in his live show for a while where he shows various victims of state violence and people just got wind of it the other day that he'd added an Arab in there as well. So yeah. having them and Anne Frank in the same list is terrible. It's, it's Holocaust denial, basically. Yeah. I... Uh, it's, it seems to be the line they're taking. Yeah. They're also framing it like they were the only two yeah, yeah, used yeah. as well. So you, you know it's not like I've misinterpreted this. It is a, a very dishonest frame. Yeah, like what? he just flashed Anne Frank's name up, flashed the Palestinian's name, mm. I forget, up. And then flashed another sign, like, saying, you see, like, Israel and Nazis. <laughs> There's other people in there as well, like, I can't think so of any George Floyd. <laughs> George Floyd was one of them. George Floyd, there you go. And I mean, Peaches Blair. The, the thing is, if you, if you look at the, the replies to, like, any of the tweets about it, it doesn't really seem to be working. You get some people going along with it, and a lot of people... Like anyone that's ever seen the wall, uh, <laughs> either on tour or the, the film version of it, knows it's not like the message from this is Nazis are good and let's minimise the Holocaust. You know. Well, yeah, I'd just like to say, like, whenever I'm like talking about uh, state violence and you know what a tragedy it is that people died, I am not including Anne Frank or any of the six million in there. <laughs> because I'm not anti-Semitic, I mean... like Roger Waters is, by including them. <laughs> The thing is, though, like, if, if he'd done that part of his stage set with the names and not included Anne Frank or 
any victims of the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they'd be calling for them to be yeah, found out. How, how, how can you leave that out in Berlin of all places? Yeah, yeah. You know? No, it's um, like when Jeremy Corbyn apologises for all the anti-Semitism he hasn't done and all the people who've criticised him for it are like, oh, thank you. Like, I didn't know. Fully accepted. Uh, it's, it's baffling. Like, um, you, you Obviously, you're going to get a few idiots who are just not familiar at all with the source material and are just going to gonna believe that. You know, I'm not... Uh, a but, Pink Floyd fan but, in any Yeah, I'm saying, but like, even I know the wall. So. Uh, I am now. I didn't yeah. in the past, but I've got into them now. Mm. I think they're pretty good. Like, I'm I surprised it took you that long, like Jack, because, you know, they're a 70s rock band that Dad's like. <laughs> yeah, I know, cause I, but I didn't know that Roger Waters had such base politics. I always used to think that uh, prog acts were, were, were Tory. I didn't understand that, like, Phil Collins is probably to the left of my hero, Noel Gallagher. Like, <laughs> you know, I had to go through, like, an awakening. And yeah, and, and, and it seemed for a while like David Gilmore was pretty leftish in his politics as well, but now he's just on the like, Waters is an anti-Semite. Yeah. Dickhead. I mean, he his wife seems pretty hateful on that. Oh issue, yeah, right? yeah, she is like taken because Roger Waters uh, said her lyrics for the last Pink Floyd album were shit. Like, yeah, she's like <laughs> got it in for him. Yeah, and she also seems quite dedicated to like anti-Palestinian politics as well. Oh but yeah, I think yeah. A, a, a combination of that influence and the obviously well-documented personal animus between Gilmore and Waters has just caused Gilmore to go ballistic on it and Waters obviously is not going to send out any olive branches from his side. No, no, uh, no, it is not at, his at, nature. At this point, it shouldn't, but it wouldn't have been in his nature anyway, even if it was a much earlier <laughs> stage in this, uh, in, in this dispute. But some of the people that have been kicking off about this has been crazy. Like Obviously, Alex Sobel, the, the nominally soft-left uh, MP and uh, great supporter of Population Matters, the, the eugenicist group, <laughs> He did a, a tweet, quite a brief quote tweet of one of the ones attacking Waters, essentially. Oh, saying, yeah, wasn't like, it uh, Christian Wakefield who yeah, demanded was that, that Pink Floyd be banned? Yeah, but Sobel essentially went along with racist dickhead Wakefield, objectively closer to pro-Nazi politics than Roger Waters by a long yeah, way. Yeah, 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 a Tory who um, defected to Labour last year, if anyone didn't know. A Tory who was ranting about immigration in the Commons in the year 2021. Yeah, it, it, will, be, it will be such divine cosmic justice when he loses his fucking seat to the Conservative Party next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if you're talking about Sobel or Wakeford. But uh, Wakeford, but, but whichever. Most Labour MPs. Sobel quote tweeted it and it was like concerning to stop his, his UK tour or something, the venue should cancel the stop tour. It was the quite extremism. a brief tweet, but, <laughs> but it was very unambiguous, like, I think Waters is an anti-Semite sort of implication, and he's obviously got ratio to fuck for it. But basically, the sp- specific video that they're kicking off about is a snipped-out 22-second clip where it's Waters in technically not Nazi regalia, it's a different logo to the swastika, but it's clearly designed to evoke the sort of famous Hugo Boss design mm. Nazi uniform. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, be honest, sort of but, but he's, uh, but to he, be honest, to be honest, the insignia, it looks like a combination of the swastika and the hammer and sickle. It's like two, it looks two like, hammers. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the hammers. Like, but, like, 
Even I fucking know, like, the Hammersfield It, it also Pink looks Floyd. like the West Ham Club logo, which is very funny. <laughs> and I must deeply, deeply conflict my gates. Uh, <laughs> I burned all my Pink Floyd records. But that was, that was probably, a similar you know, piece, not violence. <laughs> he's, he said, well, this should I mean, be there's definitely a minority of West Ham fans. Hammer. Will, there's definitely a minority of West Ham fans who will look at someone essentially being a Nazi with a machine gun and a West Ham logo and be like, based. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we um, can say it. Yeah. So he's basically claiming by by quoting this and saying this man from a venue that doing a sort of close Nazi analog portrayal uh, as a character as a bad guy is completely beyond the pale. Later that same day, he has sent out another generic low effort tweet praising Return of the Jedi, the Star Wars film. Now. <laughs> If you've seen literally any of the Star Wars films, <laughs> they are a close Nazi analogue that are not quite the Nazis. The bad guys in that, uh, Darth Vader to an extent, but specifically... Oh yeah, we all know a Dave Strauss and a James Earl Jones were massive Nazis. You know, the Imperial officers are all fucking wearing like Nazi in space uniforms. And actually when you get to the sequel trilogy, not that it was much good, there's scenes where it's basically just like a Nazi rally, but there's a few stormtroopers around the edges so you know it's in space. Like they are literally like dressed as Nazis. It's, it's staged it's staged like a Hitler's uh, new uh, you know, uh, Hitler speech and fucking um, like George Lucas big, big fucking like Steven Spielberg. Logo, like, these guys the are fucking Nazis. Be. These guys are not Hollywood <laughs> Nazis. So it is literally just you can't do this if you have vaguely pro-Palestinian politics. Yeah, yeah. What's the other and thing the that he has this big, this big inflatable pig with a star of David on it? Is that true? Is that I thought that was from years ago. Uh, uh, I, mean, I, think, I think I think it is from years ago. Yeah, and it's also had like a lot of other stuff on it, it as yeah, well. Yeah, it had like a cross and the insignia yeah. of Islam. Like, aren't pigs like halal in Islam? Am I right? Like. You know, it's not. Just yeah, yeah. It's, uh, same thing, with the uh, same with Jewish thing. Yeah, yeah. Both her halal. It had basically Why like, aren't all the major religion complete? logos on and various sort of other criticisms. What about the Star of David on the pig that you use at every show? Which is one of the lies that they've been putting out in all the newspapers. He in his current current show. Well, hang on a minute. Back in 2013, when I was in the middle of touring the theatrical piece, The Wall, all over the world, Belgium, one night, and there is a pig, and it has a number of symbols on it, including the crucifix and the star and crescent. The Star of David is only part of a group of symbols that represent dogma. And I started getting complaints coming in. You're being anti-Semitic. You're blah, 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 blah. Well, no, I'm not. Oh, but you're really upsetting Jewish people. So I thought about it. And I thought, you know, there might be something in there. I can imagine some little old lady somewhere in Belgium who might see this and think, and be, I can feel them going, because it really, really upsets them to see their, the symbol of their religion on, on this um, balloon. So I scrubbed it out immediately. We'd done five gigs. That was in 2000, early 2013. And they're now they're saying that I've done it at every single show I've ever done and blah, blah, blah. And nobody ever tells the story that said he got complaints about it. So he scrubbed it out. And when I understand, 
I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, I'm just having a look here because there's, there's obviously photos going round of it with a star of David on its head, but I'm trying to because they they don't look current, but they don't. It doesn't look like it's from like 30 years ago either. Yeah, but it's been doing like a wall for a lot of time. Yeah, that's like one of the biggest things. It's like Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall and Wish You Were Here. That's what her Pink Floyd are about. Yeah, yeah, 1979 The Wall came out, was it? And probably, I, you know, it's weird, me okay. saying was it on a classic rock it's... album. Why? <laughs> like, you, so, should, you should know, Jack, this is your place. The story with this image in is, is by Lee Harpin. Um, oh, right, okay. I trust a, a figure of in, Shall we say a figure of interest in the current Miro Group phone hacking court Yeah, case, yeah, he, so he heard Roger Waters say on not... the phone for uh, <laughs> <laughs> the real story behind the pig. Yeah, this, obviously this is Lee Harpin, so you don't expect any details, but it doesn't actually... The captions are inflatable pig with star of David used during Roger Waters' concerts, but it obviously does not specify if that's his current tour or an older one or anything like that penny mordaunt has implied that it is current but not again specifically not wait has so. she now responded to the mp's calling to get the concert banned she, she, she's saying commons and basically said he's awful and she's going to look into what she can do uh, oh my God. So, so so like is this because <laughs> Christy are, are, are they gonna are they gonna like take away his british citizenship <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how is this gonna work <laughs> like christian wakeford <laughs> Like, is this literally because he did, he fucking, like, said to Penny Morden in the comments yesterday, uh, uh this bastard, he, like, directly appealed to her to, like, get him banned. And, and, and has she, is it in response to that that she's saying, I'll see what right. I can do? Basically, in response to Christian Wakeford and people like that, bring it up in the comments, yeah. So I think what, what it is, there's, there's several pigs that float at his concerts, and one of them has a Star of David on it, and Waters has said the Star of David represents the state of Israel and has no relation to the Jewish people. Could probably just clear that up by putting the Jewish flag on the pig, but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, you just uh, put the Israeli, Israeli flag on there, which yeah, also has the Star of David on. The worst Freudian stuff I've ever made in my life, yeah. It's like, oh, Geraint just must be a really strong Zionist who believes that the Jewish state with the Jewish flag. Jesus. Yeah, no, no, I'm also very sleep deprived at the moment but yeah, yeah same, like, same otherwise my uh my rap report bit would have been good <laughs> it really does look like the west ham badge he's even done it in the same colors on this particular page yeah. <laughs> is he like doing his entire i don't know has he, has he planned this and, and built it up over the decades purely to get a reaction out of mike gates <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not a cow? A huge inflatable cow? Uh, just an example. So Roger Waters. So we were talking about how he has the sort of like slideshow of people who've been like murdered by the state. Right. Sorry. Can I just clarify? I think yes. this particular pig is from the 2013 concert tour. Which explains why it looks modern-ish, but not current, and why most of the articles are not being specific about when it's from. Mm -hmm. So I don't actually think that the pig with the Star of David from it is on the current tour that they're saying he should be banned for. It's actually from from 10 years ago and was a minor news story at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so 
2011 to 2012, he toured for Wall, did the full show. Uh, I don't believe anybody mistook it for pro-fascist propaganda then. But in terms of the fact that he's using his concerts to like highlight the victims of state violence, The Wall, uh, Roger Waters' The Wall uh, from fuck pink floyd the live album came out in 2015 this is basically the track listing is just the wall the album in its entirety except you may not remember on the original wall track six the ballad of jean charles de menezes (laughs) (laughs) a new new edition just another blunder just another lousy call just another clap of thunder Apologies ring hollow from the guilty and white hole. But there's no end of sorrow in the whitewash on their walls. But nothing is gained. famous albums of all time Roger Waters just shoehorned a new protest song about a guy who had been murdered unjustly by the British police and then their crime covered up by Sir Keir Starmer as director of public prosecutions well yeah there's also a track 7 where he just said uh, Israel does not have a right to exist (laughs) no track 7 is mother from the original (laughs) wall album (laughs) no no songs about Israel here Although, if you're to believe certain people, the wall is like a secret, like, veiled anti-Semitic propaganda um, album. Uh, David Gilmore, apparently, fierce opponent of anti-Semitism that he is, was fully on board with, you know, co-writing, like, uh, about a third of the tracks, (laughs) co-producing the album, playing some major guitar solos on a number of tracks, and, you know, all the guitar parts and various keyboard parts, and singing lead on a number of tracks, and David Gilmore, you know, he just, he did that. Uh, He he, he reluctantly, but, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) I found a Tanya Gold article on this from. Oh, Africa. fantastic! All right. Well, I was just going to say on the wall, like the 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 new the anti waters take on the wall is that like basically he blames uh, the Jews for uh, his dad's death in the Second World War. Um, <laughs> his dad was killed by the Nazis, and apparently Roger Waters doesn't blame the of the Nazis at all for this no so he created a pro Nazi um, uh, double album about how the the Nazis killed his dad and this was the fault of Jewish people are you following me yeah it makes sense yeah makes perfect sense checks out yeah Sorry, you're right. Yeah, what were you, what, what was your... Tanya Gold, this, yeah, that's this, fucking an this, idiot. This article yeah. is terrible, so she seems oh, to have no, been Oh, no, February. not a Tanya Gold article being fucking terrible. Oh. I, was, I, can't, I can't tell you how surprised I was. Inflatable pigs taken... will be able to fly next. <laughs> she seems to have taken is admittedly, some, what, deranged pro-Russia stance 
as the hook to get out a lot of grudges about. Yeah, I don't um, even think he's pro his, his in as well. I don't even. I think that's lies and smears as well. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, <laughs> obviously they're, they're doing a lot with uh, AI voice simulation. <laughs> so she's yeah. Well, um, it's not that hard so, to fucking uh, hoodwink James for, uh, Ball. You just hire a fucking crisis actor, call up, <laughs> call up James Ball, get him on the phone, be like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, Putin's fucking great," and James Ball, that stupid cunt, will write it up in Rolling Stone magazine because it's just run by like toddlers who just listen to like fucking Teletubbies original soundtrack. Now they're like, "Oh, we'll publish." This this cutting-edge journalism is just fucking wake up, sheeple. So, speaking of great journalism, this is this is the most classic British journalist sentence I've ever read. So, it's been a busy time for Waters. He granted an interview to the Daily Telegraph and admitted sympathy for Vladimir Putin, who has wondered if Russian hackers are Jews just with Russian citizenship. What? So, you know, if you're, if you're skim reading that, it sounds like Waters has said that or, or specifically endorsed Putin saying that. But Putin said that. He said some vaguely, he said some vaguely pro Putin stuff, so everything Putin what? ever said in his life said is, Ru- is, is, is endorsed personally by Putin Roger Waters. Putin said Russian hackers were actually Jewish. Jews with Russian citizenship. I, I, uh, they're I just like under, just, just doing it to like undermine Russia. What that's Russia. got to do with what Roger Waters. I don't really know. Um, Are you sure Putin wasn't being like I hired the best Jews in the game to <laughs> undermine? Yeah, the he's like yeah, Jay Z. You get your Jewish lawyers, you get your Jewish hackers. They then go on to describe David Gilmore's recent beef with him. They've spelt Gilmore G I L M O R E like <laughs> artist. Like artist Gilmore, the the legendary Chicago Bulls and San Antonio Spurs centre. Uh, I don't <laughs> think they are related, but the editing and fact-checking in the Jewish Chronicle is about its usual standards that they used to have in the Harpin era. It then talks about the 2013 concert in Belgium with the pig, with the Star of David on it. So that actually, again, when you do find an article that goes into any specifics, it seems more like it was literally just one concert, despite many you know, have come out in the last two days implying that he still does it now. And then, and then goes on to be like, ah, he calls himself an advocate for Palestine, not an anti-Semite, but here's several paragraphs on how they're actually the same thing. Oh, okay. Just bizarre nonsense. So he's... Right, so he then describes the the costume, if you like. You'd have to ask him why he did it. Perhaps it was the thrill of transgression. Uh, he held a machine gun and wore a long black leather coat and a red and white armband. He sung his song in the flesh. Lyrics, are there any queers in the theatre tonight? Get them up against the wall. There's one in the spotlight. He doesn't look right to me. Get him up against He's the wall. He's saying homophobic. He would probably... He would probably call it irony, he, is what she said. Probably, yeah, he'd like, probably if, call it irony. Yeah, <laughs> implying, implying that he genuinely means it sincerely and just goes out and sings about his fantasies of, of masking. He, he murders loads of gay people at his concerts. It's like going to see Bougie Banton back in the day. <laughs> I no evidence Bougie himself ever personally killed any gay people. Just legally crook. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't want to get sent it's, to prison like Bougie Banton. Waters, 
Waters fans call him brave, but I disagree. Samson is brave. It's easier being Roger Waters at a Roger Waters concert than a pro-Jewish woman of a certain age on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a... I think the, the subtext there is that she means a pro-Jewish woman of a certain age on Twitter who wrote uh, a fawning piece about the time she met Jimmy Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- <laughs> Jewish quote, women... Repl- quote tweeted with a hundred times every time she punches Jewish women who met Jimmy Savile, Gentile women who met Jimmy Savile, Gentile men who met Jimmy Savile, Jewish men who met Jimmy Savile, kings of England who are close friends of Jimmy Savile, all these people, they just get, like, fucking... Leaders of the Labour Party who exonerated Jimmy Savile. Exonerated Jimmy Savile. It's just, like, uh, just when will the abuse stop? Keep it kind. Keep kind online. Waters is a celebrity activist which requires a mad kind of narcissism likely fueled by guilt. (laughs) Write that one down, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Tanya Gold has, like, been to any of these Roger Waters concerts herself but like she would probably find it less scary than she did uh hearing a bunch of uh hard left labor activists chant keith 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 at the world transformed <laughs> apparently the most scared she's ever been as a journalist <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> oh my god no i've had a uh, that jack chant about me when i'm like uh, going through my grinder and it's like what have you got over the bottom there jack- daniel <laughs> I'm, I'm shouting thief 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 on the phone to the police <laughs> you misheard me celebrity activism is performative and it makes serious things unserious by association what has Waters ever really done for Palestine? <laughs> oh, let's have a look. At, let's let's search this site for for J.K. Rowling. <laughs> what has she ever done for Palestine? Oh, it's, it's yeah. It, it seems they actually quite like celebrity activists. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a surprise! What a twist! Yeah, but she was like, yeah, Harry Potter. Uh, because he's nice, would support Israel. Whereas Roger Waters is, is probably like, yeah, Pink, the character in the wall, would probably support Israel because he's a fascist. Yeah, like, there are a lot of uh, I mean, JK uh, Rowling turfs hate Daniel Radcliffe because he's actually a sound guy. It's with her, like, and, like Daniel Radcliffe probably Rowling. would support Palestine. Yeah, like, he was mean about JK Rowling. He wasn't even mean, he just said he disagrees with her. That's fucking. I guess that's like an attack on yeah. women's rights. Do you see in that fucking the new statesman left power list where J.K. Rowling was at like number fourteen? <laughs> they quoted her like <laughs> when Keir Starmer said that like one percent of uh, women may have penises. J.K. Rowling tweeted the Labour Party can no longer be trusted to defend women's rights, and I was like. Oh, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> that sounds like a like a, not like a mad wing nut who's yeah. like. That sounds like a, a principled figure of hell bent on fucking over. Oh yeah, her being own left is a centrist politics to, to, to go after this one fucking persecuted group. Well, yeah, part of being a leftist is uh, being really rich and hating trans people. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking uh, fucking ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, their definition of the left was was like the broad left, you know, Keir Starmer and Rachel Reeves. uh, Anyone who voted Labour in 1997. Like, James O'Brien was on there. Bastani was at, like, at 50, which is, like, the most backhanded compliment you could give him. Yeah, because it was a top 50, wasn't it, rather than a top 100. I just noticed they put him at the, the bottom rung of the list while still on the list and thought 
all right, that's deliberate. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's totally just a slap. I think Ash was at 45. Yeah. I, Ash Salka, I thought she'd be a bit higher. But no, they were really just like, oh, fucking. They were like putting the, li- they don't, they were putting the list yeah. in order and they were like, oh, Rob Bastani, put him at 50. We'll see if we, if, you know, maybe he'll go up to 49 if we find someone else on there we dislike more. But then Ash, like... Honestly, I think they just didn't want to put them high on there but couldn't exclude them entirely <laughs> yeah yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the most backhanded snide way they could do it corbin was at like 39 who's not yeah. who's number one like who were the top 10 rachel reeves rachel reeves number, one. <laughs> <Fucking> hell. <laughs> number two james meadway like owen jones was reasonably highly ranked on it and i think he has to be taken off yeah yeah <laughs> the state of it Dear me. Yeah, that would, it's a long way from glory. Uh, actually, no. The list is literally almost identical to the Ian, uh, to Ian Dale's left power list from uh, 2013. <laughs> it's even got, like, <laughs> yeah. Torsten Henriksen Bell, who's fucking sold out and is now just called Torsten Bell. Like, just really letting down the double-barrel brotherhood, this like, Scandinavian <laughs> traitor. It's, it's easier to call him Torsten Bell end, though. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Uh, but he, he's, he was, like, some Ed Miliband aide back in the day, and now he's, like running a think tank so he's like you know all these like nerds from the Miliband era who look like you know they're made of milk like back in the game Ed Miliband's on there as well it's like Ed Miliband's moved left with time it's like I, you know I yeah people always say that. yet to see <laughs> the rest of the list has lurched to the right around yeah, him yeah, like, yeah, I've yet to see the fucking him evidence. being one of the more left wing people on the new statesman list does not make him left wing <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so yeah that that whole depressing reason <laughs> yeah so roger waters thing that was that's definitely a big issue to talk about so yeah it was very funny fucking my boy michael rapaport coming out and like uh, <laughs> laying into him yeah I, as soon as i saw that i whatsapped you about it yeah like it's just like this is what did he say like this is fucking this is chum yeah i'll get my i'll get my granddad to beat up you yeah yeah <laughs> 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 It'd be funny if, like, Michael Rappaport's granddad is, for an earlier era of African-American culture, what Michael Rappaport is for, like, 90s hip-hop culture. Yeah, Michael Rappaport so, tries to get his uh, dad's fight Roger Waters and Waters just sparks him out with one punch. He's, like, dressed like a, like in a, like, suit, like a jazz guy from the 40s. He, like, <laughs> he's in a big suit suit. Yeah, yeah, he does heroin, like, public. He's, like, it's just, it's just the dragon, scooby <laughs> and he like speaks in scat but he's like even whiter than michael Ra- he looks like jonathan Friedman. like <laughs> yeah he's like pure he's so white you can't look at him because you'll go blind he's like the sun <laughs> he's just like well how did diddly do well uh skibbity bop wow some these cats uh playing some hot jazz <laughs> It's like, the yeah, place like, got caught fire while you were nodded off on heroin. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, I'll make my granddad fight you. It's like, his granddad probably doesn't want any part of that. Like, he's well, yeah, like, having a nice time with his dad like, yeah, at home. Like, he's having to fight Roger Waters because your idiot son made a stupid Yeah, have you boast. seen Roger Waters as well? He he does not look 79. He looks no, like, in impeccable shape. Yeah, if I'm 79, I'm not fighting fucking Roger Waters. He'll kick my Yes. His strong bass playing arms. Yeah, tell me apart. <laughs> tell me apart in his SS uniform. 
That's a classic song by a Nazi <laughs> band, Joy Division. Uh, Waters will tear us apart. It was a, a punk rock anti-Pink Floyd uh, classic. Yeah, Joy Division got a lot better when uh, Ian Curtis killed himself and they became New Order. <laughs> Do you actually think that? I do actually think that, because I don't like Joe Division, and I fucking love New Order. Oh, well, yeah, I know Tom really likes New Order, because he likes that football song we've got, which is like, you've got to <laughs> kick the ball into the goal. <laughs> but yeah, New Order have that uh, song, Age of Consent, I've told you about. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of what <laughs> That's why, That was one of the reasons you hated them. Well, that and Factor 80s and not 70s. Did you know, well, I discovered this the other night. Did you know Eric that Clapton Rednecks... Yeah. We're Rednecks, we're Rednecks. We don't know our ass from a hole in the ground. We're Rednecks, we're Rednecks. We're keeping it... Rednecks of Cotton Eye Joe fame had a song about being Owen Smith. Is it called Normal <laughs> Man? Just no, a rip off the, the song is on average guy. <laughs> it's called for six inches. <laughs> the song, the song is on the same album as Cotton Eye Joe, so probably the only one of there that anyone bought. <laughs> the song is called "The Sad but True Story of Ray Mingus, the Lumberjack of Bulk Rock City, and his never slacking strive in exploiting the so far undiscovered areas of the intention to bodily intercourse from the opposite species of his kind." <laughs> Uh, it's like a fucking Fiona Apple album. It's weird that that didn't become and, my second and, hit. And, 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 and wait, the, read it again. It builds to a crescendo. St- start from read it again. No, no. read no. no. Read the whole thing. Fucking no. do it. Do it. Read the fucking. No. Read the whole fucking no. thing now. No. Do it. I fucking start no. from the top. Fucking okay. I give up. I tried. No. So yeah. Um. But he. Uh, I wanted to make it, a joke about one of the bits of it, but I'd fucking forgotten all of it by the time he got to the end. <laughs> <laughs> the song builds to a crescendo with the lyrics I'll be harder than your husband I'll be harder than your man I'll hit you with my 20 inch until you cannot stand <laughs> 9 inches short I'm afraid That's the bad shit yeah, I mean yeah but you know, it's, it's, it's not it, bad it's, it's not bad this, this was the mid 90s I'll knock you back on your heels that, you know? <laughs> 20 inches then is equivalent to 29 yeah, yeah it's true dicks are bigger these days yeah inflation's a yeah. bastard it's like Freddo's it's like in, it's inflation for penis. It's internet dating. Everyone adds on a percentage when, what they claim. Maybe you do. No, no, I need to take it down a bit so I don't scare women. <laughs> I'll be harder than your husband. I'll be harder than your man. Hit you with my twenty inch till you cannot stand. I'll be harder than your husband. I'll be harder than your man. Hit you with my twenty. No, I'm only talking about the non-problematic rednecks who have weird songs about 20-inch penises. Yeah, well, it's a searing satire of uh, racial attitudes. You yeah. can do it now. Yeah. The politically correct. Oh, you know what I watched the other night? 
Alex Jones's uh, Bohemian Grove documentary. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good here because me and my boy. We like it's that. actually I mentioned uh, John Watson's book. John Watson does yeah. some good stuff, but he's also a cunt sometimes. He, he was good back then. He was good back in the uh, day, his, yeah. His ratio of good to bad stuff was higher in the 90s or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, but basically, like, what happened was, me and my homeboy, we'd been, like, jamming with our... I'm fucking slipping into Michael Rappaport here. Me and my mate, we'd been jamming with, with our other mate and, you know, had a good jam. We got back to mine and we are going to, you know, get smoked up and stuff. And So we started off just, like, listening to some great music. Like, we listened to a bunch of, like, late-period Eric Clapton. Like, <laughs> oh, like he's showed me this song from the 80s it's like that's in the way that you use it which is like from the soundtrack to the scorsese film the color of money co-written by robbie robertson very fire and and then i showed um, him yes this is every platinum song like oh i wish i kept that window closed because like he's singing the falsetto it's like a 90s like trip hop beat and platins over it like how was a pilgrim for your love and it's like, this was when he was, like, super bummed about his son. It's his first album after he died. So he's, yeah, like, I really take safety seriously when I'm on a high floor now. <laughs> Keep <laughs> your windows closed. <laughs> so, yeah, so we listened to, like, some Eric Clapton, like, some Buffett, uh, some Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I, I remember, like, I was, uh, yeah, I remember investing you about Ted Nugent and it was the reality show with my VH1 in the early titans with Ted Nugent and Sebastian Bach. How do I choose and where do I draw the line? And, um, yeah, had, like, one of the guys from Amphibac did it as well. Like, we were trying to, like, make a super group, <laughs> but we were just all, like, drunk and fucked up all the entire time. Yeah, then we ran out of, like, dope music to listen to, and we're like, uh, we listened to all the dope music in the world, like Clapton, Nugent, the Buffett, like, all of it, and then, so we decided, let's watch a film, and we, 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 I wanted to put on John Ronson's documentary as part of his Secret Rulers of the World TV series from the early 2000s, where... Uh, he goes to Bohemian Grove and meets Alex Jones, and then he uses some of Alex Jones's footage in his film. Unfortunately, it's not on YouTube, so we've watched the actual Alex Jones one, which is like two <laughs> hours long. It is the most excruciatingly boring. Like, there's so many shots of them just like driving along in like um, just like shot up window. It's like literally they they made up their minds we're gonna make a two hour film, and then it, at that point it was just like you know. 20 minutes of like Alex Jones looking at a map but then what, <laughs> once they actually get into Bohemian Grove then we watch the whole thing and they they show the ceremony <laughs> like and I mean the version of Alex Jones's Bohemian Grove film on YouTube I have a feeling that it is probably not even that many generations away from the original like master copy it looks like it's been the vhs <laughs> has been copied about like five different times but i'm not sure it looked that good to start with i mean it's basically so like alex jones and his mate had these like hidden cameras like pinned to their lapel so it's like at a weird angle and like half the screen is covered by the lens or something and it's like <laughs> you can barely see it but yeah they do this like they do the whole ceremony um and it's incredibly stupid there's this one bit where i would love to know which like opera singer they paid to do the song <laughs> it's like 
the owl. We will kill the owl. The owl must die. <laughs> like the most fucked <laughs> song. Like the most like. It feels like a rich person who is in Bohemian Grove convinced themselves that they could read music and they just wrote this score despite having no musical experience and just gave it to somebody who did and they were like well i guess this is legible notation but then they recorded it and it's just like the strangest most inhuman melody for this cunt to just go like the owl must be turned down so the <laughs> the crops can prosper. I do like the idea of like you just uh, having your friend come back to your place and you're like, okay, we're gonna listen to Ted Nugent for an hour, and now we're gonna watch the two hours of uh, <laughs> Alex Jones. Now my friend was a full participant in this. This is what this wasn't even like one of my right wing friends. This was my friend from school who agrees with all of our politics. Like <laughs> you know, he's fucking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gapes obviously. Uh, Garant has just sent me an image of Gapes in, like, the Ilford Bohemian Grove in front of a big the owl energy. <laughs> I mean, look, he's really, he is just taunting us there, isn't he? He's just like... <laughs> he is. I'm, there's, like, I'm three identical it. photos of him with that owl. Yeah, he's just like, I'm in on it and there's nothing you can do about it. You're not part of the club. Fuck you. Ha <laughs> ha conspiracy theorists! We are hiding in plain sight! <laughs> I know, I'm so waiting for like, my games to sue me or call the police on me. I remember like. Have a heart attack. Yeah, die. it's like. I remember like years ago, like I found it today, like 2018, where I just used to constantly email him pictures of Ficklet and he'd say get the police involved if I didn't stop. That one that you linked is the one that got the really angry response from him. Isn't I, it? Re- yeah, I, I read like, I, I've disgusting seen, email! <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find, find like, his tweet about that. I think he's deleted it, but he's like, I found your disgusting email and if I can find out who you are, I'm going to get you kicked out the Labour Party. <laughs> 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 I was also like, uh, yeah, I was uh, messaging uh, Jack. Oh, I found it, I found it, I found it. Uh, I can't retweet it because obviously we're all blocked by him, well, I think. Well, oh, well, oh, nice, uh, send me a link. I have received your offensive, disgusting email. <laughs> I will be reporting it to the Labour Party, and if our head office can identify your real name, I will be calling for your expulsion. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting email. And right in the response there is Trevor Bastard trying to take it further and be like, I've also been targeted by this vile troll and may have some crucial information about his identity. Oh. Well, just like to, for the record, the original email is it's called Oi Gapey Answer for Yourself, which I think is an interesting touch because usually it's it's Gapesy, but here it's Gapey. Hi, oh, Gapey. Oh, no, like, this was the original stuff. Yeah, this is like, yeah. the first time I ever got into it. This is, like, what started, like, the six-year feud between me and Gapes. Hi, Gapey. This is Dick Miller, a.k.a. You just fucking hammered writing this. Like, this is is one word. This is Dick Miller, a.k.a. UKIP Blackpool, the person you were rude to on Twitter today. Again, you spelled today wrong. You just blasted hammering out that shit. Like, why do you, why do you think it's good and horny? For a Labour councillor to intimidate a journalist. That's why he's mad at you, because you said he yeah, was a Yeah, I was like, is this an ally of his? Or is uh, yeah, I was clearly, like, pissed off my face yeah. when I wrote this. 
<laughs> smoking crack like fucking yeah um, why do you think it's good and horny for a labour councillor to intimidate a journalist here's a picture of my labour membership card Mr. Dick Miller the condom filler membership yeah like that was actually like my membership, my membership card but I edited it to just say Dick Miller the condom filler yeah yeah it's got like a real labour councillor's email on, the, on it <laughs> put in the picture <laughs> Oh wow, so he probably actually tried to make inquiries to, to try and get you expelled if there was enough information on there to tell him where to start. Yeah, um, and it's got, just got a little caption under it saying, Always have safe sex, kids. And then, and here is a picture of Piglet if they were thick as fuck. For anyone wondering what Thicklet is, yeah, it's Piglet. Yeah, it's Piglet if they were thick as fuck. If they were a, a voluptuous woman. Yeah, like, I only, like, realised, like, today that is still my uh, WhatsApp background because Jack pointed it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's been my background for, like, so long. Is it for everyone or is it just me? Oh, no, it's for everyone. <laughs> I see. Well, that's, that's broken Jack's heart. Oh, I'm sorry, Jack. Oh, hang on, is there, is there a follow-up there? There's something else showing up in the search results. Oh, no, this is him threatening to sue someone else. Yeah, I know uh, Jacker hates Joel Gold because, like, he did, like, seal all our stuff. Yeah, he did. What a fucking thief. What a fucking <laughs> yeah, low-down fucking fucking shit. But yeah, but the thing is, like, he did uh, write about uh, Mike Gapes and uh, Richard Miller in The Guardian, which means I did get it in Mike Gapes' Wikipedia article. So on Mike Gapes' Lies Wik- and smears and fake news, just typical Guardian. Yeah, so on uh, in, uh, Mike Gapes' Wikipedia article, it does actually mention he was targeted by a troll called Richard Miller. During the 2019 general election campaign, Gapes contacted the Metropolitan Police and electoral authorities after he was targeted by a twisted troll known as Richard Miller, who poses Mike Gapes' campaign manager and said he was fired for losing Mike Gapes' shoes. What you need to try and do is link the old Richard Miller identity with Richard Miller, the FBI agent who's on Wikipedia, <laughs> my favourite Wikipedia entry of all time. It literally has on there. Colleagues who knew Miller described him as bumbling, inept and lunchy. The last description referred to his unkempt appearance and the fact he often was observed with food crumbs and stains on his clothing. <laughs> I don't know if that at all inspired the alias, but it feels like it should have. Ooh, no, like, nothing like, really inspired the alias. I know there's the uh, actor Richard Miller, who, or Dick Miller, yeah, uh, who I've died seen him recently. Stuff. <laughs> but how Miller avoided losing his job for being one of the dumbest, most unkempt, most unpopular misfits the agency had ever hired was not a mystery. The management should have watched Miller more carefully. <laughs> hey, yo, what good it is, what, what it is, hey, your boy, Mikey, Mike Rappaport, um, f- f- back on the mic, you know what I'm saying, Mike Gapes Rappaport, yo. Things like all your Rappaport impressions, like, on food because it's not using the N-words. What? Every time like, you try to act like Michael Rapport, the impression doesn't mean true because he's not using the N word and just goes, <laughs> Spike said I could use this. I can say it, dog! <laughs> Is there anything else to say on like, the Roger Waters thing? Because I just think it's so crazy. Like They're lit- literally like this extremist political group 
is trying to fucking get <laughs> try, trying to get like a multi-million selling rock concert band and the fucking home secretary is like hmm yeah this is a, actually an idea because it's like usually live rock music is big business it has to yeah, be yeah but like I can't like imagine many concerts bigger than Pink Floyd's Tingle Wall yeah is there anything comparable in size? I mean, look, like, Roger Waters is touring. It's a massive multi-million dollar business, which, like, Live Nation and fucking whatever label he's signed to and all these big corporations are getting a piece of. And it's, like, generally in the last few decades, that has been, like, the dominant... That has superseded anything. If you're commercially viable, you can keep doing what you're doing because it's the age of neoliberalism. You know, and that's what the right don't understand. It's like when their favourite dickheads get cancelled for being rapists, it's not like because the left control culture, it's because it's not economically viable for a corporation to keep supporting a rapist. Not that it hasn't happened in the past, but in the current climate, you know, <laughs> yeah, totally affects was. the bottom line. <laughs> Guardian Media Group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, absolutely. Eventually, your chickens might just come home to roost. But just this idea that this like political lobby, and like you know, there is kind of a <laughs> there there is a, a like pro-Israel lobby that get actively involved in these decisions. Like the person who received the most votes last couple of years on the Labour Party's NEC, Luke Gatehurst, is professionally a lobbyist for the state of Israel in the United Kingdom, whose job is to influence politics in Britain in a pro-Israel direction. Yeah, like, Luke, I guess, like, what is the disease that makes his face so red? Like, cause people keep, like, telling Milk me... poisoning. Oh, yeah, like, people keep... Like, uh, 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 <laughs> tell me, uh, like, I might go down a truther sort of route here, because a good few years ago now, I remember, I went through his old blog to find all the mad shit that was on there, basically. He, he's got he's got um, the opposite of what Michael Jackson had. His face <laughs> just keeps getting less white. It's yeah, like, people re- tell me, like, oh, go. He, he, people say, like, oh, don't make fun well, of him. It's a disease, like, they don't know me. Like, he'd clearly had some horrible medical problems. Um, Good. And tweeted, not tweeted, but, but wrote about him in his blog. And they were obviously grim enough that I found myself feeling some sympathy for him, despite hating everything he stands for. But... The photos of him on that blog that predate those medical problems, he was 95% or so as bright red as he is now. <laughs> he already had a comically red face before. <laughs> but yeah, just talking about the waters thing, the whole idea of liberal centrists in the mid-20th century, and yeah, I've been rereading John Ronson's Them, so that's why I'm thinking about people like the notable right-wing Labour MP Dennis Healy, who was one of the founders of the Bilderberg Group. They were very open that, you know, there was a sort of post-Second World War mentality amongst enlightened liberals that you need to take power away from politics to, you know, stop the extreme because if, if you let you know if you let politics happen then you know you get hitler or stalin so basically what you need to do is give business more and more power and this obviously this culminates in dennis healy's wing of the labor party siding over the british economy to the imf in 1976 and then thatcherism is ushered in and the so-called left of the fucking bilderberg group and so on were ultimately perfectly happy with that but that sort of whole epoch was let's give the power to the corporations now the same centrist liberals are like actually fuck that this makes money we're gonna just tear it down anyway they're drunk on power (coughs) 
after what they did to Corbin, and they're like, we can do this to a rich rock star as well. <laughs> yeah, at least, like, Roger Waters is, like, very prickly, so they might be opening their hands, because the thing is, he will fucking sue people. Yeah, yeah I, I just think, like, yeah, Waters, you know, he might he might not be a nice guy, but I do agree with all his politics. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just random, like silence. random question, like, <laughs> who replaced Barrett when he went insane? David Gilmore. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't like David Gilmore. I'm all Sid Barrett guy. What, you think he, like, was, a- was ableist and forced out a vulnerable guy from the band? Well, yeah, like, Sid Barrett, like, even when, like, he went insane, like, he'd still, like, come around, like, have a cup of tea and, like, watch band. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, look, Dave, sorry, I've got a, I've got my shit wrapped in, like, five different bags, so there'll just be a bit of wrestling <laughs> for a second. <laughs> But yeah, no, Gilmore has just turned into, like, a right a right bitch. And, like, you know, I joked about how, like, the supporters of Starmer are trying to ban Pink Floyd. But, you know, David Gilmore's not touring at the moment. I don't think he's done a major tour in a few years. If you want to see something close to a live experience celebrating the music of one of the, you know, most beloved bands that Britain has ever produced, you go to a Roger Waters gig. And, you know, I think it's quite frightening that because a bunch of people don't like what he's fucking said about various things, that they can pressure the government to actually, you know, I highly doubt that Penny Morden will succeed in getting this fucking gig cancelled. But just the fact that they're actually getting a welcome reception and that it's people from the Labour Party doing it. A Labour Party? A Labour Council? A Labour Party Labour Council? What the fuck is that? A (laughs) Labour... It's it's like Indian Neil Gimmick. The most problematic gimmick account the world has ever imagined. Not least because you can imagine Neil Gimmick running it himself. (laughs) Why don't they let a poo play why don't they let Harry Shearer do the voice of a poo anymore? It's political correctness gone mad. Trotskyism is alive and well. You've got to get his, like, uh, belligerent oratory style. <laughs> yeah, you really had his style down first. Yeah, no, yeah, well, <laughs> I got a thump on my table. Jeremy Corbyn is... Trot! <laughs> and then fucking nailed it. I'm fucking Welsh! I'm fucking. <laughs> Owen Smith is my protege! Ooh, love. <laughs> is that a frothy coffee? Is that a, a frothy coffee that I see over there? I've got a 29 inch penis! <laughs> I'm Neil Kinnock, not Owen Smith, just to reiterate. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be. A I can't believe I'm even going with that. <laughs> I, just, I just judge the anti-world criticism. 
I, I resent that you were aiming for anti-Welsh racism, <laughs> but I take pride in the fact that you missed the mark so badly <laughs> we just that get, you've actually you, know, you actually offended a country with an infinitely larger population. You know how, uh, like, when that Taylor Swift fan wrote her the open letter, like, Matty Healy appeared on a podcast <laughs> oh, that, that, Healy, in yeah. which that, that was guilty oh, of, of anti-black racism, anti-Jewish racism, anti-Hispanic racism, anti-Inuit racism. I was so happy when I saw the Inuit on there. They were just, like, listing all these different races. That's, I'm sure, what the, fe- yes, the feedback... Yes, checklists. I'm like, oh, I've done that, I've done that, I have done that. Just, But it's all just for that one accent that I did there. Like, somebody is listening yeah. to it in the North Pole and they're like... That is an appalling Inuit accent. It's fucking racist. <laughs> it's like the person at the Jerry Sadovitz gig who walks out 55 minutes in because they, <laughs> they offend people from their town or their religion or whatever. You know? yeah, yeah. I was fine with all the rest of it, but fuck you. I thought, no, it, I it, I thought he was just going to get his penis out and then the gig would end. It would be like seeing the doors in 1968. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If I were to hear Jerry Sadovitz go and get his dick out, I'd be disappointed. It is him who gets his dick out on stage, isn't it? I, I've seen it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I would not put it past Jay Sedowitz to masturbate himself until completion on stage. No, he would have done that by now if he was going to do that. Yeah, but I don't know, does like Jack know about Jay Sedowitz? Like, obviously, I mean, Grant. Because when, when I was like growing up, he was one of the like. Oh, he's a dangerous, daring comedian. He says taboo stuff. But I don't think I ever watch much of his stuff because, you know, it's never really been online, has it? Yeah. It goes online briefly and then gets taken down by Jerry Sadowitz himself being absolutely raging that people are giving away his material from literally 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit counterproductive. Yeah, exactly. It's just like... like, Bootlegs of his current tour up. It's just like um, Yusuf Islam with the Fatwa videos. (laughs) Exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> you actually made that comparison on the last episode. I just stole that from you. <laughs> <laughs> so what else no, has been that... happening in the news? This is a current affairs podcast, and there's you know always news going down. Like, um, Starmer been a cunt recently. Some being going to yeah. stop oil. Uh, oh, yeah, unless he's fucking that. not woken up, then yeah, I assume so. Uh, Rachel yeah, Reeves but... went to America. I'm sort of sure who yeah. like Rachel Reeves. I hope she never is. comes back. Yeah, like yeah, Rachel Reeves. Like it always sounds like a porn name to me, just because we've got like the same uh, <laughs> R and R. Yeah, but you hear you hear her talk. If you've got an alliterative name, you're either a porn star or you were created by Stan Lee in the 1960s. She oh yeah, Pete Parker. I'm sure porn. Rachel Reeves gives off major Miss Snuffy vibes to me. You know, what I mean, she comes across as a disciplinarian yes. head teacher. Well, there is that story about her yelling at a toddler until they cried. Is there? Yeah, but who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, yeah. Hasn't no, it was like... that? Who hasn't yelled at a toddler until they cried? Yeah, I, I do. Totally... I, I do. I there was, a, there was an engagement party. <laughs> But doing it when you're an active politician seems particularly unwise. But I, I, what I love about the story is it was like an engagement party with friends and they yelled at some toddler <laughs> and the toddler ran off crying and they came back with their parents. It was like a neighbour of the people having the party and like kicked the ball over the fence. 
Then the parents came back and were like, what's going on? My kid's crying, saying someone shouted at her. And she started shouting at the parents as well, <laughs> like lecturing them on responsibility and stuff. Just absolutely one of the worst human beings in Yeah, life. complete. Her and Astama are psychopaths. Like, again, I was listening to some John Ronson shit earlier, and he was talking about how, like, being in politics really does benefit the psychopath. And I'm, I'm not sure that John Ronson would, himself would say that Keir Starmer is a psychopath. He's probably one of those people who, no matter what Starmer does, he just sees him as kind of nice and reasonable and just kind of a fluffy, nice little fucking... The kind of thing you see Starmer as if you don't pay attention to what he's actually doing. Um, yeah. If you spend too much time f- fucking about in America fucking shithole <laughs> but you know i was just thinking like yeah i've always i stand by all the many times i've called starmer a psychopath because you do have to fucking be one in order to be like jeremy corbyn is my friend jeremy corbyn will not so I, be allowed yeah. to stand as a labor candidate to either have so few principles or to be so willing to drop them at the drop of a hat i'm streeting is he is a fucking that consistent Psychopath. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what we talked about yeah, as well. We yeah, Chris Morrison. Chris, Chris Morris has come back. Yes, he's back. Yeah, he is out of nowhere. Back. Like Chris Morris, like turns up every five years, calls all people we think are cunts, cunts. Yeah, and yeah. then just disappears again. The doctor took a moment. He looked at me and he said, "Right, well, all that may be valid, but none of it matters because soon you'll be dead, and then we won't have to hear any more of your antiquated old rubbish." <laughs> the end. No, it's not the end, because I couldn't end like that. That's too damn beat. Um, I thought that is the kind of end, but then if I just keep talking, maybe something else will happen. So imagine the doctor just said that to me, and then he pointed to a mural behind him, which showed a picture of his face, big face, and on his outstretched hand, uh, a tiny little West Streeting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could see it was him with his startled bird face. And you could see the little um, USB port on the side of his neck where people jam in flash drives to make it say stuff. <laughs> All GPs on salary, love the private sector, self-referral tonsillectomy uh, by app, and uh, DIY small bowel resection. <laughs> Adults. And I, I saw that the little West Streeting in the man's hand was saluting proudly as he stood to attention next to the doctor's signet ring, which had the letters NHS in the colours of the Stars and Stripes. <laughs> right, so that's no better, is it? So, okay. <laughs> it's the absolute model for what to do if you've made your money in the 90s and you can pick and choose what work and what appearances you want to do and be a force for being sound, really. Yeah, because you know, like, people not... like did racist film or some practice film, They Shall Come. That was really good. It was good. That was I, a really I liked good it. film. It and was he really was good. making like factual points about the deep state and shit in that film not even that deep about just how like the f i mean the state it was a deep film in terms of its analysis but not even you know it's just about how like the fbi basically like create terrorists in order to be like yeah look we're stopping terrorism we turned this guy into a jihadist and then arrested him yeah you know like all the worst cunts are waiting for him to die so they can forbid him and say Oh, Chris Morris would have thought this and that. Like, Chris no, Morris he's very, my friend. He's very clear on yeah. what he thinks, which is he really fucking yeah. hates American foreign policy. It would be really good if he would do a television project or something like more long form again. I, mm. I can't really see it happening I mean, at this point. Some people were speculating he might be doing something about the health, you know, like oh. a, a film or something about the health service, but I don't. 
like both his parents were GPs, mm. so I think that's why he's got a bit more of a, a knowledge and an interest in in this topic okay. to be able to be like, right, I'll, I'll do some sort of specialist stand up if you like, which is basically what disappearance was. I'm gonna look up his IMDb um, and see what the last thing he directed was, because a few years ago he was directing the odd episode of Veep for Ianucci. And he was like script editor on a series, or was it a couple of series of the Stuart Lee comedy vehicle? I think so, because he was doing the sort of red button extra yeah. feature yeah, he was on, in it. on one of them as well, yeah. which was quite good. He's obviously still in touch with a lot of the people he worked with. Uh, yeah, but he did well, well like his... Ian <laughs> I can't imagine, like, it's most, like, loosiest mind over Brexit, like Ian did. Oh, my God. Like, uh, like writing, a, like, a, yeah. an epic poem about COVID. That would, that, do you think anyone actually bought that book by Ian Just <laughs> It's like, and lo, the, 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 the Q folks did say that I was the paedophile. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, to uh, do it depress- in, like, yeah, the sort of Milton thing, because Ian Uchi loves Milton, yeah. the Paradise Lost, but it's like, Oh man, I've lost like so much respect for it. Yeah. Really, really, it's like yeah. he is a he is a genuinely talented comedy writer, mm-hmm. and he has a genuine knowledge of the person who he's aping, if you like, doing the homage to, and yet he doesn't see from either of those perspectives how doomed that project is. Literally a couple of months ago, I watched a few episodes of the old Channel Four Armando Iannucci show. Oh, yeah, very so funny. good! I had that on DVD. Yeah. And, I yeah, actually yeah, on, on saw the, it uh, when it first came out on Channel 4. Because mm. uh, some of the episodes got... Uh, it didn't have a great time slot anyway, but it basically got put in a doom slot because... And it was uh, just after 9-11 as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That literally Shit. killed its chances of being a hit. But it's so good, and I was really enjoying it, but at the same time I was feeling genuinely sad about what he's like now, you know? Yeah. And that's quite recent because it was a bit up and down in terms of quality, but the thick of it was still a good, funny programme. Um, oh, yeah, but then you got him in, like, 2019, like, what a choice the British people mm. presented with. The Tories, yeah. racism, or Labour, anti-Semitism. It is, it, yeah, like, like so many less beat, talented like people, the it's, it's the combination of Corbyn becoming Labour leader and Brexit broke his brain, mm-hmm. and in his case, depressingly, it seems to have made it significantly less yeah, funny. Yeah, it's like with Corbyn, um, it was like, oh my god, a guy, oh my god, a guy yeah. who's saying all the things that I've been saying for the last few years, but calls himself a socialist is gonna, it might be Prime Minister. This would be terrible. It's like, I think partly it's like that self-hating liberal thing, where like, they don't believe that the kind of things that they say they believe, like, can ever actually be put into practice so it's like Ianucci was appalled that there might have been a leader who agreed with him on significant issues like the Iraq war that's a mark of unseriousness well yeah Veep got a lot better when Ianucci and all the other British people went away from it for some reason they kept Chris Addison directing a lot of it they did but like went for like ooh aren't these like people ineffectual and ooh isn't it shit and it just went from that to when the American writers took over and thought this is a byronic hero this is just a tell person who keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So, like, <laughs> like at the end, it was, like, basically, like, a satire of Hillary Clinton. It's like, Hillary Clinton is the worst person in the world. Is a, a satire about her. Yeah, I've been looking at Chris Morris's IMDb, and he hasn't directed anything since the day she'll come. Yeah. Same goes for writing credits, acting credits, etc. I think with both the day shall come and Four Lions, there was a long stretch before that 
where he did next to nothing. A very small amount of TV work for Four Lions, but I think that was mostly when the film was finished shooting. And then, again, before the day shall come, the Veep episodes he did were like five years before that came out. Yeah, and so, I, I think also he was working on I think when he, when he commits to a big film project or something, he properly commits to it. I know certainly for Four Lions. And yeah. I think implicitly from the day shall come, given the subject matter, does a lot of research. Yeah, it's him, not that uh, he... A lot of research. Yeah. It's not and, he's uh, sitting idly by not doing anything. It's just no. that it takes him a long time to make one of these films. He's a perfectionist, and I think that's an attitude that bears out and it is justified in his case. Yeah. And again, because he's had a successful career in the 90s and so on, it allows him to be so, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like... He doesn't need to make hundreds of millions off his films. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's only been four years since The Day Shall Come, and between mm. Four Lions and The Day Shall Come, that was nine years. Nine with years, only yeah. four episodes of Veep as a director in the middle. And it was five years between Nathan Barley and Four Lions. Five yeah. years between Jam and Nathan Barley. And Nathan Barley, I think, was quite a close collaboration with Charlie Brooker, so it was probably a little bit less work for him than other comparable yeah I think I think um, he directed it though I'm, I'm not sure Brooker did so I, I yes, think he would have had more hands on involvement in the actual production of it than just the writing yeah that's true come back Chris there was a thing a few years a couple of Christmases ago it was probably like 10 years ago now actually he was gonna like do a new sketch for Radio 4 with Noel Fielding and then he <laughs> it was cancelled at the last minute because he thought it wasn't good enough apparently but that's that's just so weird like Chris Morris just coming out of retirement he's got this one sketch you know <laughs> well he's not retired really is he he's not retired like he's just a honker's craft because yeah yeah if you ever listened like his old radio ball stuff like he was uh, gone about Sabal and stuff in it the uh the starmer of his day <laughs> The cast list for Nathan... I've not watched Nathan Barley in a long time. The cast list for it is absolutely demented. It's Noel Fielding in that, because Julian Barrett definitely yeah, is. Yeah, Noel Fielding's in that, unfortunately, for a few episodes. <laughs> I remember him stinking the place up, whereas Julian Barrett's quite He's good in it. He's very funny in it, yeah. I never got into the Mighty Boosh at all. Oh, no, me neither. Noel Fielding annoys me so yeah, much. Yeah, Julian Barrett is a great actor, though. He seems to be a good actor, and the stuff I've seen him in, like, independent of the duo, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, obviously, they're not been a thing for a while but this is mad it's got, like apparent apparently Julian Rubinstein the, <laughs> the fucking nostril coffee podcast is in it as a PR Fuck, in one I didn't episode. even know he was about that then you, you've got all sorts of like comedy cameos or minor roles for people like Dune McKike and Kevin Eldon David Schneider in one episode does <laughs> man in porn film that's just funny cast Ben Whishaw now a big Hollywood star yeah well he he again was, was good in it but essentially playing an exaggerated version of all the film characters he plays <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that that Nathan Barley made his career. Yeah, 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 and you got fucking Aowade and that. Mm-hmm. Usually good, but I, what I thought like was weird about it is got some genuinely good actors in it, and, and people like Barrett, who a load of comedians were playing it seriously, and then you had essentially fucking Noel Fielding and Spencer Brown and Iowada to an extent, just essentially being hooting caricatures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And sometimes that contrast worked because obviously that was one of the points it was making and then sometimes it just didn't. Yeah. So it was enough at the time that I was like a little bit concerned, like I hope this Four Lions film's going to be good. And obviously it was fucking brilliant. Right, I'm basically done, so I'll go in a second. What's just like a little comedy bit I can do before? Like what's more funny improv? Like who should I impersonate? Who should I do an impression of? Uh, do an impression of me. Come on, it'll be funny. <laughs> Hello, it's Richard Miller. 
I have the same voice as Jack's Tim Farron impression. I'm, <laughs> the frogs are turning gay. Ooh, I, here, Jack. I, I like, s- you can do all voices, but you can't do an old accent. I sent. I sent <laughs> I like that. Oh, Jack! I sent you a. I sent you a bloody script, and it's got lots of stuff about <laughs> in it. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha! Oh, Jack, you gotta read this this uh, this ten page monologue about. Ha ha ha! That was a good monologue, Jack. <laughs> Don't mock it. Okay, now I'm gonna do my impression of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. No, you're not going to do the impression of Malcolm X either. <laughs> you guys are missing the whole visual dimension of these impressions. They're not. I don't really do a voice. I just. <laughs> it's more of a costume. <laughs> <laughs> just Jack on blackface. Yeah, you're not seeing this, but it's very funny. But I have just part of right, I'm, I'm doing an. I'm doing an impression of the FBI. Do you mind opening your window there, Jack? <laughs> Just sort of standing near it for a bit. I'm the fucking targeted individual. I knew it. I'm a targeted individual. <laughs> they're, they're coming after me. Okay, thanks to anyone who listened to, to this. Uh, yeah, I'm very this sorry is a really bad yours. podcast. Yeah, 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 that's done. It turns out Yair was the glue holding the operation together. He always has been. The Jew holding the operation together. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) He'd laugh if I said that. He was there. Probably awkwardly. Then people go go to say, God, I'm so concerned about Jack's extreme views. (laughs) All right, well, uh, peace out. Okay, nice, man. See you soon. It's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing.